boxers, trainers, fight fans, and the Pacquiao faithful. This is the No Decision Podcast. It is I, Wes Ibarra, and there's your Joy Villapando. Tonight, we got some cap with the Anthony Joshua Tyson Fury debacle. Jose Ramirez and Josh Taylor fought last night for the undisputed junior welterweight title in Las Vegas. Manny Pacquiao is coming back to fight Errol Spence Jr. in August. And coming up this weekend, Devin Haney, Jorge Linares. Going to take a quick break. And when we return, we're going to talk about Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury. So much for that big fight in August. Mm. We last week we said it was the seventeenth, seventh or the fourteenth. Joy, you said no cap. I said cap. Guess what? I came out on top on that one. <laughs> but earlier this week, a judge ruled in favor of Deontay Wilder. So now this fall, Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury three will take place. Mm. While the WBO, in response, has ordered Alexander Usyk to be the mandatory challenger to Anthony Joshua. All right. So, Deontay Wilder is back in the fold. Whoop the fucking do. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, absolutely. Um, we kind of jinxed it, uh, Wes. Right? I don't say. I don't think we jinxed it. We just know how the business works. I guess. I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if you guys were listening to last week's podcast, we pretty much said that. Um, well, I said uh, that it's for sure that it was pretty much set. It seems as though. The ink was on the paper. It was already dry. And then out of nowhere, uh, Deontay Wilder comes in, bashes the door, and says, I object. Uh, nah, this is WWE. <laughs> he, came in with the, he came in with the fake plastic chair and hit whomever <laughs> over the head with it. Yeah, the, yeah absolutely. So, like, yeah. Uh, and, and like I said, Wes, um, I actually thought that – I f- totally forgot about Deontay Wilder's hearing. I totally forgot about it. I knew – it was still an ongoing process, but I thought it was going to take a little bit longer. I thought it was going to take probably in the winter, like, you know, reach into the winter. But, yeah, like, no, yeah, I totally forgot about it. Um, But, yeah, uh, I'm kind of excited, right? Of course, we don't get the fight we want to see, but it does spawn a little uh, two more fights that we could uh, possibly watch. Um, And so, yeah, I mean... I would say, like, uh, the no-cap part is, well, yeah, it's Deontay Wilder versus Fury, but AJ and Usyk, because they are mandatory. So, I think those two fights are definitely no-cap. So, yeah, uh, I'm excited to to kind of just see, uh, to watch. Um, but, yeah, I think I think this will even generate. If, if two of the favorite guys that uh, we want to see... Um, fight if they both win their their respective fights i think it's gonna even generate more um more interest so yeah i'm excited i tell you what man i think the heavyweight division has now become ncaa basketball it's now a playoff tournament it is now a playoff tournament i i absolutely (laughs) it seems as though it seems as though everyone that is fighting in the heavyweight division has a chance to be a future challenger for whichever belt you know yeah, I, I know, and it just really took a weird, weird turn, and, you know, I'm excited. I'm I'm 
excited to see how uh, the scheduling turns out and yeah. when, when and how uh, things will go. But yeah, you know, we now have a Fury versus Wilder three, mm-hmm. and a Usyk versus Joshua, and I would throw caution into the wind if Fury versus Wilder three goes by the wayside because say Deontay Wilder does the unimaginable, then it's just gonna make things yeah harder. Oh no no absolutely um I I was about to say this Wes um. Malik Scott is the new trainer for uh, Deontay Wilder. And it seems as though um, through the videos that I've been seeing uh, in his Instagram, um, it seems as though Malik Scott is doing something that um, Deontay Wilder kind of lacked in the first two fights against AJ. I mean, AJ and against uh, Tyson Fury. They're going back to the basics. They're going back to pretty much um, just just basic boxing skills and ba- uh, basic boxing kind of fundamentals. And to beat Fury, you need fundamentals, right? And hopefully Deontay Wilder doesn't go up in weight. I think he should stay in 215, 220. That's where he usually fought anyway. Um, don't go up into 245. I think that was a that was the worst idea that they could have done. He was pound for pound, probably the hardest hitter. And he was knocking... The, out guys that were 230 240 and he was only weighing 215 so yeah um i I do think that uh deontay might surprise a lot of people i think he's gonna be a little bit uh technically sound uh but uh yeah i think the other way as well um i wouldn't be surprised if Usyk kind of surprise um aj a little bit i think Usyk is quite um a skilled fighter but um i will kind of give it the edge to AJ, I think he's a little bit more, he, he has a little bit more of a reach. Um, and he's taller, a lot stronger as well. Um, keep in mind guys, Usyk is coming from the cruiserweight. So he's not, you know, he's not nor, uh, I guess you could say he's not attuned to fighting at 200 pounds. Um, you know, and so I think that's his biggest disadvantage. So it'll be interesting where Usyk kind of weighs in at fight night so yeah for sure for sure but yeah that the heavyweight division has just gotten that much more interesting so to recap aj fury not happening at least right now we now have a fury wilder three and an aj versus Usyk. we're going to take a quick time out when we come back we're going to talk about the junior welterweight unification bout between Jose Ramirez and Josh Taylor. We'll be right back. Welcome back, boxers, trainers, fight fans. We're now going to talk about the undisputed junior welterweight bout between Jose Ramirez and Josh Taylor. Las Vegas bubble and ESPN Plus or ESPN um, regular. And this was supposed to be a big fight because all four belts on the line. Josh Taylor from Scotland, Jose Ramirez from California. There's a track record of uh, UK boxers not doing well in American soil. Yeah. I wasn't really expecting much out of Josh Taylor. I actually wanted Jose Ramirez to win. Mm. And he was doing well up until the middle rounds of the fight. Then he run in, ran into a buzzsaw. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He got knocked down twice in consecutive rounds. <laughs> yep. Managed to, I guess, hold his own the rest of the way. Right. But a, a lot of 
a lot of good moments for both guys. The two big moments for Josh Taylor being those two knockdowns, very square. Mm. Uh, when the first one was a momentum, the second one was right off the clinch. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah, yeah. And for a while, it looked like Ramirez could have been waved off, but somehow he endured. Uh, kind of like you said, uh, Joy, because you and I were watching this fight together remotely, fighting instinctively is what kept them in and kept them upright the yeah. rest of the way. Absolutely. But it ended up being a... Uh, 114-112 all-around. Unanimous decision for it. A new undisputed junior welterweight champion of the world from Scotland. Yeah. Josh Taylor. Yeah, absolutely. Congratulations to Josh Taylor. I, I also believe he is the very first um, UK-based fighter that has united all four belts at his respected uh, division. So, yeah, congrats to Josh Taylor. Um, and so, yeah, uh, let's get into it. Uh, I think... Uh, one of the biggest weaknesses for Ramirez coming in was that um, he led with his head all the time. So, like, uh, we, we were talking, right, Wes, you um, you pretty much mentioned it, uh, that um, I, I, I thought that Ramirez, when he fights in instinctively, when he kind of just goes through the motion, um, he is a better fighter. Um, it seems as though early on he, he was uh, more of a – he was more – he was boxing a little bit more in the early stages. That's why he kind of took that three to one uh, round like lead into the fight. And then the, the very thing he's very known for is leading with his head. He got caught, right? He got caught with a straight left hand by Taylor drops him. He pretty much folded straight down, which usually when you fall straight down, uh, you know, it's you're, you're hurt. You're pretty much hurt. Um, you know, if you fall backwards, it, you might be okay. Um, if you roll backwards, you might be okay. But falling straight forward, that means you lo you lost balance. You're leaning forward. That means you walked into it, right? You walked into the punch. And that's exactly what happened to Ramirez. He walked straight into Taylor's punch. I think Taylor was pr pretty much just looking for that shot the entire night. He finally got it, and it swung the momentum one way. Um, the next round... I believe it was the sixth round. Um, Ramirez was starting to reestablish himself. And then he walked into, he pretty much committed a cardinal sin in boxing. Don't separate. Okay. If you're the guy that's clinching, don't separate unless the, it is the referee separating you. Right. Because. Yeah, he, he tried he, to pull a fight night. Yeah, so he, yeah, he, he, um, he allowed Taylor to push him off, uh, and then Taylor pretty much just caught him with a beautiful uppercut. Um, straight, <laughs> you know, and Kenny Bayless, Kenny Bayless was about to step in, but, um, you know, this is why Kenny Bayless is actually one of the best uh, referees. He didn't step in right away. He kind of let he he understood that the the fighters had free hands. You, you could work the inside, um, and so yeah. Uh, it, it was it was a beautiful beautiful shot, um, and I, I will say, I don't agree with the judges one fourteen to one twelve. I thought there was some uh, rounds that I could have that I gave more to Taylor. I thought it was it's probably more a one sixteen uh, one ten. I guess is yeah one sixteen one ten. Um, 
But it, it just showed, right? Uh, so the unanimous decision went to 114-112. So pretty much the two knockdowns were the main difference in the fight. Yeah, so... Well, that's the thing, though, right? Because then if it weren't for the two knockdowns, then all three judges would have had it 114-114. Yeah. Yeah. So it would have been... We would have run it back. No, I think they're going to run it back anyway. Oh, okay. That, that you kind of like... You kind of led me into what my expectations would be for both Jose Ramirez and Josh Taylor. I think they're going to do it again. Okay. Because nice. in, in a way, you know, yeah. like even with the scorecards from Andre Ward. Right. Right. Even for me, I thought the fight was pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, I, 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 sure, you probably didn't agree with the judges, but I did. No, uh, and that's I mean, very rare. I think it was a close fight. I think it, round per round, it could have gone either way. But um, there were some more rounds where I gave to Taylor is what I'm trying to say. You know, I think so overall, you would have. Yeah. Then that means you would have scored the fight. Then, um, so if you gave uh, Taylor one sixteen, then yeah. It, yeah, it is one ten. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So, oh my God. Either way, yeah, well, yeah. no matter how you look at it, that's still pretty close. It's pretty close. Yeah, absolutely. One sixteen, one twelve, one fifteen, one thirteen. That is a very, very sensitive. Um, that's a very sensitive uh, range to say that. Oh, no doubt. You know. But what is no doubt is that you have a reason to do it again. No, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but uh, that's the thing, right? I mean, they, and then all of a sudden, Bobby Arum comes uh, comes out of nowhere, starts uh, saying, oh, you know, Josh Taylor wants to fight um, Terrence Budd. He wants to go up and wait. And Mikey Garcia would love to fight Josh Taylor. Now, Josh Taylor has this, you know, I guess he kind of he has to have a massive target on his back, but yeah, I I agree with you, Wes. I, I'd rather see him and Ramirez fight again. I, I feel like Ramirez, if he kind of just works on the fundamentals, not his fundamentals, but like you know, just like kind of clean things up. Um, like I said, he did make a rookie mistake off the clinch. Um, if he just cleans it up, I think the fight would have been a lot closer. Um, so yeah, and he's got the he's got a pretty good trainer to do it too, Robert Garcia, who's pretty good at adjusting his fighters. I mean, that's how. I mean, granted, you know, when we were kids, that's how it's supposed to be. When it was when it was a close fight, yeah, immediate <laughs> rematch. But now yeah. everyone wants to say, "Oh, that's it. I beat him." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, now you call him Bobby. I call him Frog Arum. You know what? I I wish I could put in bits here, but I need the Rock to tell Frog Arum. Uh, what I want to tell him when he says his fighters want to do this, that, or the other. Yeah. Especially with what happened with Joshua and Fury. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I think Bob Arum only wants to put Terrence Bud Crawford against Josh Taylor because Josh Taylor was pulling in pretty big crowds, right? Like, I mean, of course, right? Scotland is going to be right behind Josh Taylor. And Bob Arum has admitted that... Um, uh, Omaha, but Terrence Bud Crawford is he's struggling to fill seats with uh, Terrence Bud Crawford, and so yeah, I mean it, it might just be uh, kind of like you know this this fight that generates a little bit more money <laughs> uh, for uh, for Aram's pocket, but um, yeah, I'd rather see him. Uh, I'd rather see Josh Taylor versus Ramirez or Josh Taylor versus Mikey Garcia because I think those are good fights. That's interesting. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, you you kind of want him fighting either a top tier 
a 140 contender yeah. or a 140 former champion right. or yeah or do this again yeah and have some more have some more fun so instead of round one it's round 13 <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely there's definitely no feeling uh, of process in the second for fight. sure for sure and we'll leave it there so yeah shouts to josh taylor 18 and 0 ramirez falls to 26 and 1 mm. and before we move on i do want to say that there were milestones to be had. So Taylor being from the UK, Ramirez would have been the first unified champion that's yeah. American because he registers as American. Right. Yeah. So that would have been big too. But hey, both guys gave a good show despite the two knockdowns in the consecutive rounds. We're going to take another quick timeout. When we come back, we're going to talk about Pac-Man versus the truth. Stick, stick to us. We'll be right back. Boxers, trainers, fight fans. We got a big fight on the 21st of August. It is the oldest active welterweight champion, our pride and joy from the Philippines, Manny Pac-Man Pacquiao against some guy who crashed a Ferrari <laughs> and was supposed to finish fake Drake or fake Clay Thompson, but didn't for whatever <laughs> odd reason. Errol Spence Jr. for Spence's two belts, unification bout in Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh boy. Oh freaking boy, Joy. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be interesting fight. Interesting fight. Uh, I will tip my hat off to Pacquiao. Um at the age of forty two. He's still fighting the the best out there. Um and so yeah, a lot of respect to Pacquiao. Something tells me, Joy, I, I have never placed a bet in my life <laughs> i mean i've done the little petty bets like oh if you win snickers bar right. or free lunch right. but not that money line shit yeah you or feel... whatever else that parlay whatever else you feel uh, this well one? parlay 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 means i gotta like uh combine like everything else so like let's say august yeah so what i'm gonna have to bet on what justin fields preseason debut <laughs> or something like that yeah, yeah, yeah or uh zach wilson's or trevor lawrence's or tim tebow makes a team i don't know so you you, uh, you feeling this one you feeling this one, i'm this feeling one. this one okay i'm feeling this one so a part of me feels like i'm the only guy left yeah that's willing to back pacquiao. manny pacquiao yeah, yeah. no matter what yeah and you know it's like i don't know something about it just it's just this feeling you know yeah mm-hmm that I think that Pacquiao can win. I'm not saying he's going to finish Spence, right. but he's going to do just enough to win. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like, who who's very good at taking O's? Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, who yeah. has who has been fighting, who has been fighting very reluctantly recently? Errol Spence Jr. <laughs> yeah. He should have finished, he should have finished DSG before whatever reason he didn't. Oh, Okay. Okay, yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. But I'm uh, feeling this one. Something tells me I should bet some type of money on this one. You should. But then um, again, but, hey, this is this is coming from a guy who works right next to a casino and a sports book. <laughs> right, right, right. And so I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously I, I love um Pacquiao. He was the guy that pretty much brought me into boxing. Um pretty much watching him every single time he fought the very first fight i've ever watched against pacquiao was pacquiao morales won and that was the fight that he lost um and so yeah but obviously you know being coming from a filipino filipino family we we had to watch him 
Um, and this also prompted me to kind of take interest in some of the, the undercards, um, some of the fighters in the undercards. And that's where pretty much I kind of fell in love with boxing. And so, yeah, I mean, of course, like I'm still a big Pacquiao fan, but I think over the years I've become more as a boxing fan, just in general, um, doesn't, to me, doesn't really matter where you come from. If you could, if you have skill, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely, I'll definitely, you know, I'll acknowledge it and I'll see, you know, which, who, who you're fighting, um, and study film, I guess, as best as I can. Um, I want to tip my hat to you, Wes. I think, uh, you are, um, you know, you're, you're, you're clearly a, a diehard fan of Pacquiao and I think there's still a lot of people there. I don't think you're the only one left. Um, <laughs> but, um, I do think that, um, this is the most Pacquiao has been an underdog for a while. Um, I generally, um, looking at the boxing forums, uh, people are saying, um, that Spence should be able to, um, should be able to win this fight. Now, I do think that Spence um, has a lot of respect for Pacquiao, so I don't think um, Spence will try to get Pacquiao out of there. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, um, if you want my early prediction, I actually think Spence um, can can win this fight. I think this is going to be... I think this is going to be uh, Pacquiao. Um, me and Jordan were talking that uh, this is the way Pacquiao wants to go out. If he's going to go out, he's going to go out fighting the best. Um, and this might be the chance for him to kind of um, hand the the keys over to um, a fighter that he believes is could be the future of the, the sport. And I think Spence is. Uh, and so I think he already is the present and uh, the upcoming future. So the short-term upcoming future. But yeah. Um, I do think Spence is going to win this fight. Um, yeah, uh, as much as I love Pacquiao, uh, I think, you know, he's a boxing legend. He always will. And I think going down this route and fighting just the best of welterweights adds on to his legacy, um, uh, a little bit more. And nowadays it's all about the talks of legacy between him and Mayweather. And so him fighting Spence. If he pulls this off, if Pacquiao pulls this off, there's definitely going to be a fight between him and Terrence Bud Crawford, which would obviously just um, extend his legacy even further. And so, but yeah, uh, coming out of a shock, right? This is uh, something we did not expect. I thought Spence, I thought his mandatory was Ugas. But yeah. Well, it's funny you bring that up because we were talking about playoffs earlier. And just for fun, Joy, I was looking up the scorecards for Pacquiao versus Morales 1. <laughs> yeah. 115-113 all around. Sure. Yeah, well, guess what? They're what did I close. say early in the last segment? When we were kids, that kind of score is pretty close. demanded a rematch. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, that, so that must mean Jose Ramirez, in, in our translation, Jose Ramirez and Josh Taylor should rematch. Should rematch. Yeah. But, okay, back to the point that I'm trying to make here. What if there is a playoff at 147 Ooh. that your Denise fights Terrence Bud Crawford mm. and then winners square off? Yeah. I mean, I think that's what's going to happen, right? Um, 
unfortunately, like, you know, of course, uh, it, it looks as though Bud might fight Ugas. But, I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, um, yeah, I mean, of course, if, if it's Spence and Bud that end up becoming the victors of the respective fights, it's still going to be a pretty tough fight to make. Um, we've talked about this, West, right? The politics just get in the way, especially between these two fighters um, and their promoters, their respective promoters. But, uh, yeah, um, if it does happen, if it does Pacquiao does pull it off. I wouldn't be surprised if Pacquiao does pull it off. Like I said, he, he like, you know, he's a boxing legend. But if he does pull it off, then, uh, of course, there's only one guy left in the welterweight division, right? Uh, and that's Terrence Bud. And so I think that that will be a lot easier fight for uh, Aram to kind of concede to. Uh, you know, I, I was also <laughs> talking with your brother earlier in the week. Frog Aram doesn't want any of those boys near and near, uh, or those men, near, I should say. I'll take that back. His man. Right. Or no. Yeah, any of those men near his boy anyway. Yeah, exactly. So I mean... It doesn't matter. Let's say, <laughs> let's say Pacquiao did beat uh, Errol Spence Jr., which I would want. Right. I don't think it's going to happen either way. Because mm. he's going to try and protect, but not protect, right. but as much as he could. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And so... Yeah, I mean that's why that's why Bob Arum after the fight with Josh Taylor, you know he was going on about Josh Taylor. You know his next fight is gonna be Terence Bud Crawford. He wants Terence Bud Crawford. Well, yeah, of course because they're the fighters that you can promote. They're the, they're the fighters in your um you know under your house under your roof, and so it's a lot easier for when he has to make a deal with himself. You know, of course, and so yeah, um, yeah. It, yeah, a lot of a lot of things are a lot of things are easier to do by yourself. By yourself, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, but Pacquiao versus Spence, as you can see, we're split there. Right. I'm 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 uh I'm for for sure Pacquiao, while Joy over there is with the ESJ, and you know we're excited. At least there is a big fight in August, unlike some people. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, hey, we get we get um fights in between August for uh for AJ and Fury, I guess. So I guess it's a win win. Now we. Got, well, I don't, I don't think I don't right. think those uh, I don't think those guys are gonna fight this summer. No. No, 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 oh, no, no. But isn't uh, uh Fury Wilder in July? Oh, is it? It's an it's in July. So we got a July fight. Okay. We got an August fight and. Hopefully, uh, Fury, um, Fury, AJ, um, Usyk would be like September, be September yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I think it's also okay. August. I also believe it's also August. They're aiming for an August. Uh, what if they just put it in the same place in the same time, <laughs> and they just told they just told the promoters of that venue in Saudi Arabia just 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 change the name of one of the other guys, just erase the Fury and put Usyk over it instead. Thank, Dude, please and thank you. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I think that's a that's a good idea for like uh for boxing to have this super event um once in a while, right? Once a year, just to have, you know, champions versus champions. I mean, they do that now, but like high profile champions, um, you know, have the same fight with AJ and Usyk at the same venue, the same day as Pacquiao Spence in Saudi Arabia. That that'd be fun. But, yeah. That would be a long ass day at the office because then we'd be, <laughs> we'd be we'd be tuning into our PCs or maybe you and me would be at the house yeah. like at at eleven in the morning 
because Matchroom likes to f- schedule a bajillion dudes before yeah. AJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, and then all of a sudden, keep the computer running or take like a long ass yeah. dinner break, lunch and dinner break, and then come back in for Pacquiao. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, oh my god! You know how much you know how much money and time is going to be spent and energy. Yeah. Absolutely. It's gonna but... be nuts. We're not we're probably not gonna go outside that day. <laughs> Unless it's like a food run. Yeah, it'll be like a draft day for us. But uh yeah. Yeah, I th- I think that'd be in- interesting. But um yeah, it looks like uh our upcoming months are packed with some interesting fights. So yeah. Way for sure, boxing. for sure. For sure. Way to go boxing. Way to go, sarcastically. Uh forgot his name already, but uh um, Queensberry, Queensberry, and Bob Arum, sarcastically. Yeah. Huh. Way to go, Eddie Hearn. Eddie You're Hearn, still the man. Eddie Hearn. I was like, matchroom guy, matchroom guy, matchroom guy. No, yeah. no, I'm happy for the matchroom guy, but not happy yeah. for the Queensberry and the uh, top rank guy. <laughs> and I'm happy for Al, Al Heyman. Al Heyman. So somehow he's uh, always so, behind things. But I'm also not happy with the executive of whom of Showtime because that. MF just signed Jake Paul. So, uh, that's besides the point. <laughs> but yeah, Pacquiao Spence, April, August 21st, 2021, in Las Vegas. For the record, Las Vegas is uh, basically a home fight for Pacquiao. Just saying. Uh, and it's a unification bout at 147. So, with that being said, we're going to take a quick timeout. When we come back, we're going to talk about the upcoming fight this weekend, Devin Haney, Jorge Linares. Fans. This is our last part of the show tonight. Devin Haney, Jorge Linares, coming up this Saturday up in Las Vegas. Devin Haney's finally going to get that test. I like Devin Haney. I like Jorge Linares. I think we're going to be in for some fireworks. But to be in all honesty, though, I want Devin Haney to come out on top on this fight. Mm. It's going to be carried over to zone, by the way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, Devin Haney, you know, if he wins this fight, it's, you know, um, I guess um, the way I see this fight is the way I saw um, Garcia versus um, Campbell, right? Mm-hmm. This is this is the first test, I guess, for Haney, Devin Haney. I mean, mm-hmm. no, Devin Haney has ha- has gone through his test, but this is another test for Devin Haney. Lenares is one of the biggest lightweights I've seen. He's pretty big. He's pretty tall as well, and he hits pretty hard. Um, famously, you know, he's probably the only guy that's ever knocked down um, Lomachenko uh, in that weight division. And so, yeah, uh, interesting fact, Linares, um, I didn't know this about him, but he trains in Tokyo, in Tokyo, Japan. He Yeah, the Taken uh, gym. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that about that. But yeah, that, that's very interesting. Um uh, but yeah, uh, I guess I guess it's interesting. I guess I brought it up because you know a lot of fighters fight in like or train in Big Bear or you know any place that has a high altitude. So I thought that was pretty interesting in, in Tokyo, Japan. But uh, yeah, um, if Linares does win this fight, you know I guess uh, is this for the is this for um, Devin Haney's um, belt? By any chance, do you know? Let us double check that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I believe Devin Haney has the WBC or the WBO. Yeah, he. I know. I know Devin Haney is a world champion. Yes, uh, 
this bout is take place. Let's double check that. Da -da 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 -da. WBC. He's a WBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it'll defend. He'll it'll be a it'll be a defense. Nice, yeah. nice. Look at that. Yeah, and so yeah, absolutely. So if Lenares does take this, um, then you know, of course, he's gonna want some bragging rights. Um, I don't know who Lenares fights next. Maybe you know Ryan Garcia might be. Um, uh, you know, he he might feel a little bit. Um, not better, but you know, I'm saying like he might, you know, start to kind of clear some of the the demons he's he's fighting at that point. Um, but yeah, uh, it'll be interesting. Uh, I do think that Lenars is gonna give him uh, Haney a little bit of trouble, but I'm expecting Haney to 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 win this fight as well. Absolutely, when you're a champ, you gotta come up big. Absolutely. And this is going to be his biggest test to date. To date. And God damn it, he better pass. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I mean, yeah, uh, if Haney wins, right, uh, what's next for him? I guess same route. Everything. Right? Everything. Ooh. Everything's next for him. Nice. Nice. Because when you're a world champion, you have the target on your back, right? We, we've discussed this many times. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, I especially mean... if it's WBC. No, no, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that's the thing, though, right? It's interesting because Haney has this amazing opportunity to maybe move up in weight, um, you know? Uh, and so I guess that's what kind of what they were aiming for anyways with a lot of the the young guys. Um, it seems as though Tiofimo is going to stay in the lightweight division for a while. But I've always had this kind of... Um, this hunch that Ryan Garcia and Devin Haney were never going to end their careers in lightweight division. They were always going to move no. up in welterweight. And so this might be a perfect opportunity, right? Uh, I think after he beats uh, Linares, if he has a mandatory fight that um, the WBC might, um, you know, order, uh, that's totally fine. It'd be interesting to see who it is. It might be Fortuna. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting. Absolutely. And, you know, what I also love about that fight is that it caps off a very good May yeah. for boxing. Absolutely. Because we had Canelo. Then we had this fight that just passed with Ramirez and Taylor. And now we got this. Right. We're spoiled, man. We're spoiled. <laughs> like I said, the fans are always undefeated. Yeah. And we're not going to lose our O anytime soon, if yeah, ever. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just becoming a, becoming a bigger boxing fan. It seems as though there there's a pretty good fight almost every weekend. So, yeah, yeah, I'm excited for for the future of boxing. Absolutely, and that is our round, or that's our rounds for tonight. I want to be grammatically correct there. Those are our rounds for tonight. But uh, before I officially turn off the lights and lock it up, I do have uh, one thing to say here. Um. So with uh, some discussions that I've had uh, with Joy, um, No Decision Family, um, I have decided to, and thankfully with um, with uh, Joy's uh, permission, I have decided to have my role on the show reduced. Um, and it, it's nothing wrong uh, with the network. I still plan on staying within the West and Joy Show Network, um, but there is a project that... Um, I'm working on on the side as well as uh, some projects I'm working on outside of um, uh, 
the podcasting realm here. And, you know, um, those are very important uh, to me and to my success. So, of course, I want to um, give more time to, to those projects. And like I said, one of those projects is here. So um, stay tuned uh, for something special uh, later this year. But um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's been fun uh, talking the sweet science with all of you. Um, and of course, you know, uh, also with Joy's uh, permission, I'll be, I'll be, I guess, in the know as well as a part of the evaluation process of who the next uh, guy in the no decision seat will be. But until then, let's keep having fun. Let's keep training together in this gym that we have. So, but I wanted to give you all a heads up so I do not blindside you all uh, later into the summer. And um, yeah, but it's it's been fun. I am taking the uh, episodes as I as I'm taking them, but you know this isn't goodbye. I'm still going to be around, just in a different part of the network. Um, maybe just maybe you'll hear me from time to time, uh, but just not every week. But until that decision's made, haha, I'll still be on here, and we're closed now. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. But for what it's worth, we'll have a fresh set of rounds next week. I'm Wes Ibarra. He's Joy Villapando. Have a great night.